0: I'm Danielle Fischel from Pod Meets World. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently, so you can too. Check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. One of my goals for this year is putting together some amazing travel experiences for my friends and family. And I'm here to tell you all about Get Your Guide, a foolproof way to guarantee these amazing memories on a trip you will never forget. You can choose from over 100,000 travel experiences in the United States and around the world, all locally vetted and expertly curated. From the obvious tourist must-sees to under-the-radar gems you could only hear about from a local, there is something for everyone. It's time to let Get Your Guide do the work So you can just sit back, relax And have a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience Want to take a New York City deli tour? How about a pasta-making class in Rome? A before-hours tour of the Vatican? Or a jazz music discovery tour in New Orleans? These are just a few of the things Completely possible with Get Your Guide No matter where your travels take you Get Your Guide offers the best way To connect with your destination With the expert help that makes it that much easier You deserve it Don't wait any longer. Take my advice and give yourself the gift of an unforgettable travel experience at GetYourGuide.com. Safe travels. Hi, it's Danielle Fishel.
1: Ryder
2: Strong. And Will Friedle for HealthAid Kombucha.
0: This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. Health
1: HealthAid Kombucha comes in many flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon. It's organic, non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks.
0: I can tell you firsthand, I quickly became obsessed with the pink apple. It really felt like I was drinking a soda, but healthy. Low calories with an impressive taste, which, as you probably know, is not easy to find. It's been a great way to start my day, that's for sure.
2: Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make HealthAid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. So I'm thinking of cutting off all of it. All of it, like, like you know, going sh- your head? not shaving, but going like short, short, like mm. like short and spiky again. I don't you know mean if I- like
0: Ryder's short and spiky? Because I love Ryder's Lori Heaps short and spiky.
2: Yeah, like that kind. Like, but I. But again, I don't know if we want both Ryder and I
1: looking the same. I mean, come on.
0: Well, you guys look different <laughs> enough that just having a similar haircut isn't gonna. Yeah. Ruined. I don't know. I don't I don't know. Will
1: gets recognized as me, apparently, all the time. Well, more than I get recognized as me. That's Danielle can funny. attest to that.
2: <laughs> well, Danielle's like, you get recognized a lot, and then we'll go together in airports and stuff. And she's like, you don't ever... It's weird. Like, you don't ever get recognized. <laughs>
0: just w- walks
2: through the world. Just like uh, Yeah, it. but I'm thinking about... It's just... It's starting to get a little annoying having the long hair again, and it's just, I do this occasion where then I'll just, and you know, I'm going to see Lori Heaps today, Yeah, and part of me just wants to cut it short.
0: I think you, I mean, talk to her. She'll have a recommendation for you. I think she'll have, I always trust Lori. Um, I do, uh And I think the, I mean, I know, I thought Ryder's hair before he got his haircut was fine. I was like, yeah, your, your hair's great. And then he got it cut, and I was like, Ryder, this cut is really good for you. Shh. Like. It, so I feel like it's going to be the same thing for you. I feel like you're going to go in there and you're going to be like, all right, I want to do something. I want a big change. And you're going to yeah. walk out of there and we're all going to be like, wow, this was big.
2: Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know if I'm going to like that or not. I don't know.
0: Hmm. What does know. Susan on the think? Fence. Susan is
2: much more a fan of short hair than she is long hair. Susan okay. does not like short, long hair on guys.
0: Okay.
1: But
2: she's like, I love you. You're my husband and I know you like long hair. So do what you got to do. And I'm I'm good with that. She's yeah. supportive. But I think if she had a choice... She would have me in shorter. Hair.
0: Surprise her. Do did it. Did you
1: guys have like a? I mean, we, we had an unusually intense relationship with our hair because oh, yeah. of Boy Beats yeah. World. Like, yeah. it was such a thing. Like, and yeah. I, like, do you guys remember how I used to braid my hair? Yeah, I did that once. Remember? We, no. we did it together when we were. Every summer, because my hair was so long and I hated it and I hated getting recognized everywhere I went. So I would braid it, like, in little, like, like Chris Kirkpatrick braids. Yeah. braids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was like how I dealt with my having hair, and then I would, you know, not wash it and like just have braided hair all summer long. Whenever we were Mm. not, I have a
2: picture somewhere, Ryder, that I will find that is the two of us with our hair braided together. We got it. I remember you getting your hair braided one time. I got it done (laughs) one time. That was enough for me. Once the itching started, I was like, I'm out. It was the worst. No, I I did did it it one time, time, and and
1: then. The last season, they let us cut our hair. Remember, like I got a haircut; yeah. it was a big deal that Michael let me cut my hair. Me too. And then, like I just had short hair, like all throughout my twenties, because I just hated anything that m- reminded me of Boy Me World
0: hair. I have so many times wanted just like a lob, which is a long bob. So you just not, told you me know, this I just this told you day. about a lob, yeah. yeah. I don't want it, like, right under my chin, which is kind of what a bob is. I want, like, a longer, maybe You've shoulder. You've never done that? No. Lori Heaps has still cut my hair, and Lori Heaps, like, won't let me. I went uh. from letting Michael Jacobs control my hair To handing over the power to Lori Heaps, (laughs) but at least you trust Lori Heaps
2: when it comes to like your hair. She obviously knows something that you don't about. Yeah, I think it's that I have a a full face.
0: I think it's that I have a full face, and so when you have short hair, a full face, and thick hair, she thinks it's just going to go out, and that instead of what I see Uh when I see lobs, they are sleek. I have too much hair for that sleekness, and between having kind of a wide face and big hair, I think she thinks it's not going to be good. Um, hmm. And then, you know, of course, I, there have been a million times where I've been like, let's do layers, which to me, I've wanted like longer bangs, and she won't do that on bangs me. And are, then then not a bang guy. Not a bang guy. All right. Well, recently, she sent me a, an image of somebody and said, I like these for you. And they were very long layers. And I was like, but I love it. I love that. Yes, let's do that. So hmm. I'm seeing her tomorrow. I have no idea. I'll probably just look like the same version of me you guys have always known. But maybe... <laughs> I'll convince her to give me a lob. Let's mm-hmm. see.
2: Well, both will all come with short hair. There's, so th- there's one person in the world that can pull off bangs, and that's Taylor Swift. Yeah. She's the only one who can pull off bangs. But okay. on our set, do you remember with, with hair, I finally convinced Michael to let me cut my hair, and they made me go get a wig. Yep. Mm. And so I had the long wig because he wanted to do the reveal, and it was going to be this big thing. I walk out on stage, you know, walk out on the scene, yeah. and I pull who off my cares? hair, and everyone's going to go nuts, and I pulled off my hair. Th- silence. Yeah, Nobody cared. Who cares? And no so who cares. he just, he like then put in, we talked about laugh guy. He had, they had this big reaction put in. So the scene where Eric walks out and pulls off his wig and everyone goes, <gasps> that all that <gasps> was put in. No, it was oh dead silence. Gosh. Nobody cared. Normally I'd be like, I'm just going to cut my hair. But now I've got to like ask people, should I cut my hair? Is it, am I supposed to be, you know, right. do you yeah. like short hair? Should, should I cut it? Should I not? I, it's so horrifying.
0: We are stunted in so many ways. (laughs) I might cut off my hair. I might cut off all my hair. Do it, Will. Do it. It can grow back. Welcome to Pod Meets Hair. I'm Danielle Fischel.
2: I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedle.
0: So, today, we are recapping Season 3, Episode 16, Stormy Weather. It originally aired February 9th, 1996. The synopsis, Eric lands an internship at a TV station and decides to quit school to pursue his dream job of becoming a weatherman. However, as Eric spends more time at the station, he realizes the importance of a good education. Also, Ben has finals.
1: <laughs> yeah, are you guys sure about that? You think that that's what was happening?
0: Yeah, he's only in he that must. one scene in the kitchen.
2: Yeah, He must.
0: It seems maybe early. midterms.
1: Yeah, it must be midterms because it's it would yeah. it would have been January that we were Yeah, it this. must have um, been
0: midterms. I mean, he's yeah. only in one kitchen scene and they get him in and out. So Is that
1: true? He's really only in one scene? This yeah. Episode? Yeah, one very scene. quick. Um, yep. Well. This
2: is uh this is Eric's time to shine.
1: Oh, yep. it's such a good episode for
2: you. So Will. great. So Aw, great.
0: Man.
1: It was directed it was by
0: Jeff McCracken, written by Jeff Minnell, guest starring Lindsay Ridgeway as Morgan Matthews, Brandon Maggart is back as Pat the News Executive, Larissa yeah. Olenek returns as Dana Pruitt, Rosalind Allen as Susan, John O'Hurley cast as yes. Cal. Yes, John O'Hurley. Best, best known as Jay Peterman on Seinfeld and the eventual host of Family Feud for four years, oh. and Matt Kirkwood as the stage Yay, manager. Matt, yep. Matt Kirkwood yep. is back.
2: We also had two two Seinfeld characters on this episode. Yeah. Which is very cool.
0: That whole
1: bit with you like only being able to approach from one side is the most Seinfeld joke we've oh, ever done. Like So great, isn't it? You can talk to him, but only talk to him only from, one, from side. one side. It's like, yeah. sex the, like, this is the rule about this person. That's like the most but Seinfeld thing we also the we've ever setup
0: done. with, we're all the same here. He's just a regular person, but he's got a weird thing about the right side, so only yeah. approach him on the left side. It's just And it's, then the
1: little
2: smile he gives, he walks away knowing he's just yeah. messing with him. It was great. Yeah. Totally uh,
0: it's great. It's very, very funny. Uh I thought this was a really great episode. Again, I loved Such the continuity. I, I, I loved so the continuity from the last episode into this episode. Thought it was really great. I have a so. few
2: little problems with some of my dramatic acting, but I'm getting what? over that and just giving myself a little bit of a pass. It got a little
0: high school acting
2: uh through some parts of it, hmm. but I'm okay with. I'm okay with it. I'm getting better, so and I'm okay deep. with it. I'm yeah, okay I thought you were. You. I
0: thought you were so great. I thank you. I really loved it. To jump into our recap, we are in the Matthews kitchen. Eric walks down the stairs fixing his tie. He notices we his family. has
2: got this was this, this was the week that they made me cut that came down from the network. Yeah. You have to cut your hair, and you I was have so bummed. Oh, I know. No,
1: it's but so you look so much better. And then but I, I finally so have a haircut. Was it was bummed. like they just gave us all haircuts. They're like, I don't yeah. know, across the board. Everybody. Well, no, this is
2: when McCrack this is the week we've talked about that. McCracken he knew how bummed I was, so oh, he went home and cut his cut- own hair Aww. with his own scissors. He cut his hair to make me feel better so about me cutting cute. my hair. Yeah, I and mean, that's the kind of guy he was. So this was that week.
0: Yeah. Oh so sweet. So Eric notices his family. Hey, you guys are up early. Alan says they didn't have any choice. Someone was running the shower at 4 a.m. singing Hi Ho, Hi Ho. Then Eric finishes the song. It's off to work, I go. It's off to work, I go. Oh, so cute. Amy asks if they want Eric at the TV station before school. And he says, yes, if I get there early enough, I get to help Jimmy Jellybean lace up his floppy feet. We all know how much kids love their floppy feet. Right, Morgan? And Morgan responds with, eh. Mm -hmm. I thought that... It, the, that could get a
1: huge laugh from the audience, but
0: I was yeah. dying. Her just being like, <laughs> "I know, <laughs> <it's> so funny." <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So, Alan thought he was interning for the news. Eric explains, "I am." When Jimmy Jellybean takes off his nose, he's Arnie Cohen with sports. Corey worries, "I learned about potty training from a sportscaster." Oh, that's just wrong. <laughs> Alan reminds Eric, who's in a hurry to leave, that he's giving Corey a ride to school. Eric says he loves driving Miss Corey to school, but he can't be late today. Alan says if Eric was this devoted to school, he wouldn't need this internship to pass journalism. Eric corrects him. I wasn't failing journalism because of lack of devotion. I was failing because I was lazy and didn't want to do the work. Morgan tells Corey, I don't need a new toy chest. I can store all my toys in his head. And again, this is just where the every little thing she says is a little mean. And uh, Eric says, this internship is the single most important thing I've ever done in my entire life. He looks at Corey and tells him he can just walk. Corey says, in this blizzard? Sure, I'll just trudge all the way to school, freeze my butt off, and walk through life buttless. And Eric says, good deal, and winks at Corey as he leaves. Alan asks Amy, he used to listen to us, didn't he? And she says, did you listen to your parents when you were 18? And Alan says, he's not 18 yet. I can still tell him what to do for two more days.
2: Important to set that
1: up. I gotta gotta set set that up. Perfectly set up. In this very, like, otherwise kind of Nothing seen, but it's laying all the groundwork. Yep. Yep.
0: Amy tells Corey if he can wait, she'll take him to school. And Corey says, that's okay. I'm a big boy now. I think I'm man enough to handle a couple of snowflakes. He opens the door and the blizzard bombards him. He goes back inside and tells his parents, it's the end of the world. Do you guys remember how they did this in the backyard? Like, I don't remember. Fans, don't, giant fans, just been giant, giant fans. Yeah. Yeah. You, and would you would actually
1: have bags of the snow. Yeah. So mm. you would right like, in front of the. Shake the bag <laughs> right in front of a giant fan or just. Yeah. Yep. yep. Right. And
2: it went everywhere. It looked good. And again, that's something that as young actors, especially, you don't think about, ooh, that's fun to shoot. And you don't think about all of it has to be cleaned up. Cleaned up. Somebody's got to go take. clean up Some- every yeah. little snow. All that spot snow that is blowing
1: into where the cameras are, the camera alley. So it's a big pain. That's like a yep. huge thing. Also, the, what people don't realize is that like a, the fans have to be silent. So yep. like that's a big part of like Hollywood technical stuff is that you can't just have a regular giant fan to blow wind. Ooh. If you have actors talking yeah. or whatever, it's got to be completely silent. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Luckily, I think when he opened the door and the blizzard is coming no at him, there's no dialogue. Right. And, and then the when he, he closes the door to yeah. say, you know, it's yep. the end of the world. So then we're in Feeney's classroom. Feeney is teaching the class. Two episodes in a row, we get Feeney in front of a class. Love it. And he's talking about Lincoln freeing the slaves for political and moral reasons, demonstrating this war was not as civil as it implies. He concludes, but far more civil than I will be if I don't see your papers on my desk by tomorrow. Eric tries sneaking into the class just as everyone is leaving, pretending he was there the whole time. Eric says, great class, Mr. Feeney, two thumbs up. Feeney, always two steps ahead, stops him and says, Eric, this internship was supposed to earn you credits, not keep you from graduating. Eric lets him know he's here now. And once he's in Feeney's school, he gives no less than 100%. But then he gets a notification on his huge pager. My giant pager. I love Love it. it. Love it. And he tells Feeney, yep, picking up the weekend anchors to pay at the airport. He leans in and says, that's real panda hair from China. It's all black with a little bit of white right here. But you didn't hear that from me. Feeney yells back to Eric, do your paper or don't graduate. And then he leans in to whisper, but you didn't but hear she didn't that, hear from, that me. from me. Really cute scene. And then we're in Turner's apartment. Sean is laying on Dana's lap as they both read. Another little storyline we have that's progressing here. Mm. And he tells her, you know, having a girlfriend has been such a good influence on me. Look at us just hanging out here studying. Dana says, we sure are. Sean asks, are you reading? She says, no, are you? He responds, no. So they throw their books down and start making out. What? Now, at this point, with the second week of Larissa being there, was the kissing now more comfortable and normal than it was yeah. at first? Yeah, yeah, now you're just I used just to it.
1: Just, yeah. Now you just feel job. nothing.
2: Now you're just dead inside yeah, at that Yes, yeah, exactly. Just do this. Just do this thing.
0: Turner walks in and asks, I thought you said Dana was coming over to do homework. Sean apologizes and says, you're supposed to be at school. Dana's mom was about to pick her up. It'd just be nice to have a little privacy. Dana assures Turner they were doing homework. She was the one who started kissing him first. She grabs Sean's face and squeezes it, saying, I mean, look at this face. And Turner tells her, you know, it actually looks better when you do that. And the doorbell buzzes, and it's Dana's mom. Turner opens the door, and they both stare at each other. It's a meet cute.
1: Yeah,
2: first Here's one from Seinfeld. Says, she was a Seinfeld character, so uh, she's number are. one. Yep.
0: She uh, says she's here for Dana, and Turner gets flustered, telling her to come inside. Sean calls her Mrs. McGuire, and Turner's confused, saying he thought Dana's last name was Pruitt. Oh, Dana's I didn't mom catch that says
1: McGuire. We have uh, oh, as in we Rachel have, Maguire. It's Rachel's mom, maybe. Oh, man. Oh. We just, like, folded over the, the, the Boy exactly. Meets World multiverse.
0: Dana's mom says it was, but she's divorced from Dana's dad. Turner says he's sorry and says, and she says, no, it's been a long time. They're flirting. flirting. Dana butts flirting. in, introducing Mr. Turner to her mom, and Dana's mom asks, this is old man Turner? Turner laughs and says his walker's in the shop. Dana's mom laughs a little too hard at that I milk. noticed that, yes. Yeah. He says, call me John. And she responds, call me Susan. And he tells her, I just made do that. I just made
2: do that. Wow.
0: Sean pushes the girls out the door. He has got the ick. He asks John, what kind of disgusting display was that? John says, I was just being friendly. Turner says, you know, just for safety reasons, if you're ever over at their house and I need to get a hold of you, what's her number? I, love, Sean this. Says, I love all of this. 1-800-TAKE-A-COLD-SHOWER. Like, Sean
1: and Turner going at They're each other, so good together. each other, being yes. equals, but yes. also uh, it's so fun. This is It's so about good this. together. I want more of this. I want yes. like a whole show of just this. It's I love it. Yep, you know?
0: it's really cute. And at first I was thinking, is it only cute and not creepy to me because he's not actually his dad but no because i actually yeah. thought it was just as cute for dana and her mom for yes. for it to be the reverse that that it's it's just great i love the idea of single parents dating at the same time their teenagers yep. are dating yep, and teenagers right. getting grossed out by that situation yep. in the same way parents are it's really but smart. also
2: like no matter how old you get there's still that the meat cute and yeah. the, they get a little mm-hmm. flirting and all that stuff it's the same kind of thing same we've seen thing. sean do and it's all yeah, yeah. it's great
0: so Turner questions why he can't ask her out. And Sean says, it's because she's my girlfriend's mother. And frankly, there's something sick about this whole situation. Turner tells him to relax. He's not going to call her. Just then the phone rings and Turner answers it. And Tony actually pulls the antenna up and hits a button. He does, Demonstrating he? Yes, he? excellent he does. Okay, I was facting.
2: No, he does. Now
0: we he he have really I didn't learned from him. Push
1: the button, so I thought maybe it was just like we just nope. have to accept in the Boy Meets World universe. You no. answer phones by pulling antenna. He hit the button. pulls up
0: an antenna, and with the same hand that he has on the phone, he uses his thumb and hits a button. Yep. and we all learn. Looks to Sean and whispers, "It's Dana's mom from the car."
2: It's such a Tony from, was, the from the car. She
0: was She was willing to spend fifty five dollars to call <laughs> for him one, one phone for call. one minute.
2: Yes. Oh God! Remember? Do you remember how great
1: car phones were? I yeah, sure they do. Were sh- big. They were like, like a Hello. giant. Yeah. And they yep. were. Oh my God! And you had the, the antenna s- that popped out of it. So yeah, cool. we had one uh, because I was in LaMism and, and we were driving so much. My dad wanted my mom to have a car phone. Yeah. But it, we could only use it in emergencies because it yes. was like I want to it's very say expensive. Just like two dollars
0: a minute to use. It was like yes. a buck ninety nine every minute that you crazy use the
1: car phone. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, I totally remember it. That's where I got the phone call that I got to Panga. Well, I was on the phone with my dad telling him why I was running late. My dad got the call waiting. I was on this giant. With your Zach like Morris this. phone? You're Zach- you're- it's exactly right. Nice. So then we're in the news station. We see the weatherman, Cal Kilbride, giving a live report about a blizzard and mentioning he'll be on a Caribbean vacation while that's going on. He signs out by saying, the sun doesn't always shine, but boy, I oh boy, sure do.
2: I sure hmm. do. He's got that 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 same delivery of everything. It's always So
0: great. good. Eric, watching on one of the TVs in the studio and pushing the mail cart, says, that man's a genius. The station manager walks up to Eric, telling him he needs that stock footage. Eric quickly responds, on your desk. The manager continues, he also needs the overnight ratings. And Eric finishes, on your desk. He says he also needs his dog. And Eric whispers, being neutered as we speak. And then the man is shocked. He said, I just said a shampoo. Eric freaks out and yells, what? The station manager laughs and says, joke, and starts laughing as he tells Eric to laugh. Eric says, look, Pat, just between you and me, do you ever get nervous hanging around a big star like Cal Kilbride? Eric admits, ever since he first saw Cal, all he's ever wanted to be was a weatherman. The power affecting millions of people. What do they wear? Do they wear sweaters, sunscreen, gloves, snow tires? Yes or no? What do they do? <laughs> I love his passion and enthusiasm. He does for the being a
1: weatherman. It Great. also just makes perfect sense for Eric's character. Yes.
0: right. Like being really a weatherman, does.
1: because you have to be charismatic, kind of funny, delivering... Yeah probably boring information, but in an entertaining way, it's the perfect
0: job for you. You're a
2: local celebrity, like that's as far as you can think it through. It's like, oh, I'm a celebrity in Philadelphia, like that kind of thing. Sure. Mm -hmm. Be great.
0: Pat tells Eric to say hi to Cal. Eric's a part of the team and Cal's a regular guy, just like everybody else. Just make sure you approach him from his left. He's got a little thing about his other side. Uh. Eric runs up to Cal on his left side and introduces himself. Cal says, thank you very much.
2: (laughs) We did this for years, too. That was like, hey, man, how you doing? Thank you very much. (laughs) We do that all (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Eric tells him, I just want to say what an honor it is to be working here with a man like you. Cal turns to sign something and Eric is still trying to talk while staying on his left side. He continues, if there's anything you need to have done.
1: Physical, you know, choreography with her tapping him on the left shoulder.
0: So he turns (laughs) that way and then you've got to like jump around. Sneak around.
2: around. Yeah, all this stuff was fun. Anytime, Very fun. Physical stuff.
0: He continues, if there's anything you need to have done, call me anytime, no matter how small or personal it may be. Cal interrupts Eric and says, no, 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 boy, I don't believe in that pecking order garbage around here. Come on, we're all equals on this ship, huh? Cal continues, from me at the top all the way down (laughs) to you. All the way
2: down to you at the bottom. Yes. Some of us are more equal than others.
0: <laughs> uh, Animal farm. Uh, oh, and by the way, could I get my pants hemmed? Eric says he'd be honored. So Cal takes off his pants in the middle of the station to give to Eric. He pats Eric on the chest and says, Do a good job on the pants. Who knows? And he walks away so, without any pants on.
2: Yeah. So after so this is the only scene he has in the whole episode. Right. He just does oh, that's this right. one scene. He's
1: off
2: and late the next year. We were, every year, ABC would always throw this, you know, party that would happen, and it was before the uh, the new seasons would new come seasons. out. And it would always be at some really cool place, like the La Brea Tar Pits or something like that. So the next year, Ryder, you and I, and Ben were wherever we were, and we were at the, um, the snack, like the food table, and, <laughs> and we're in a mid-conversation, and we heard, well, if it isn't the boys from Boys Meet World... <laughs> And we turn oh, around and was... there he is. There's John O'Hurley. Oh. And you can remember it. Oh, It's good seeing y'all. And that's how we talked. How's everybody doing? It was Thank just you, so. Bro. But so we cute. always did that later. We were like, well, if it isn't the boys from Boys Meet World. <laughs> 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 you deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund. And give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. And who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? I know that if I had it, I would build myself a much bigger shelf to house all of my D&D dice, Batman toys, and fantasy novels. Yep, nerd and proud straight talk is a great everyday value on wireless plus it all runs in the most reliable 5g network in america so treat yourself to straight talk today find straight talk at straighttalk.com or at your local walmart store taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 24 while supplies last online only must purchase a straight talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify limit of five phones per customer family plan discounts with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and route metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary, not an endorsement. This episode is brought to you by
1: Huggies Little Movers.
0: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies.
1: Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit.
0: That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little pushy wiggles and jiggles all around.
2: Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks.
1: So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today.
0: We got you, baby. Hi, I'm Danielle Fischl from Pod Meets World. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs, and if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, host Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss, from the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently, so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Eric lays Cal's pants down carefully on his cart so he doesn't mess them up, and this seems like it could be an HR issue with Cal yeah, walking around. Pants. Not in the nineties. Not in the nineties.
1: And he's got those garter. Is it, what are those called? Sock those, garters. Sock garters. Sock, garters, garters. Garters. Sock yeah.
0: suspenders. But it's the only way the joke Sock really works, right? It's like, of right. course, this guy wears
1: those yeah. things. Of course, like, yeah.
0: I love it. Uh, and then we are in the school hallway. Mr. Williams stops Eric, who's running through the hallway with a mannequin head. Eli says, nice to see you finally showing up around here. He points to the mannequin and says, looks like Johnny Higgins, the weekend anchor. Eric laughs and says, it's his hair. You didn't hear that from me, though. Mr. Williams reminds Eric this internship doesn't excuse him from his classwork. Eric says he'd love to stay in chat, but if the hair doesn't go on, Johnny Higgins doesn't go on. Eric runs away as Mr. Williams is still trying to talk to him. Eric shouts back, thanks for helping me get that internship. And we see that Mr. Williams is not pleased.
2: Again, I worked with Alex more than anybody else on the show, yeah, apparently. Yep. And I just didn't remember that at all, which yeah, is I don't, horrifying.
1: I don't think I've like really even had a scene with him. Maybe in you had apartment. you had
2: one or two in the apartment in, in the, the apartment. beginning with Jonathan, yeah. but then it was I was always working with him. I, yeah. I, it's so strange that I didn't remember that. That's because they still didn't know how to use his character. They this oh, got a little true. better, where it was like they gave yeah. him a little something. Right.
1: But yeah. It would have been nice There's... to see him in front of a classroom. You know? Yeah. Like we've only well, had, we did that we only that only once. The, yeah. the Janitor the Bud episode. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then we get an establishing shot of a highway during a big blizzard. Very exciting. We're back at the news station. Eric is handing a cameraman his coffee just as Eli surprisingly appears. He walks up to Eric talking about how bad the blizzard is. And Eric says, yeah, so blizzardly you came to the wrong place. You overshot the school by about six miles. Eli responds, so did you. Now, you noticed that
2: that was our cameraman. Yes. Yeah, that is, he was our cameraman for seven years on Boy Meets. I, oh, I totally didn't notice. Yeah, what was, was his name? His name was... I don't remember. I, here's what I remember about him. He was a heavy smoker, so he and I would always smoke together. Yeah. And he had two different kinds of cigarettes with him, always. When <laughs> Marble there Reds. When we had... No, it was even worse than that. When we had a longer break he would smoke a big, long, filtered cigarette. But when we only had a short break, he smoked the Chesterfield non-filters because he had to power it down Ooh. during the break. Ooh. So it, he was a short name. It's like Joe Mustache, or right? Ed. Uh, yes for part of the time think and had, no okay. for part of the other time, I think. But it has old school camera guy, like had been there forever yeah. and did all seven years of our show. Wow. Um, so, yeah, very, very look, sweet man. go back and you'll, when and see you see, if You'll if recognize the him comes. the second you see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: think... Because I did very quickly go, hey, that was our real cameraman. But yep. but then it had already moved on and I didn't spend much time on it. And now that you've said that, I want to go back and see if seeing, like looking at his face actually brings back. The I end. had it.
2: I feel like I had it last night and I can't remember. It's like Joe or John or Jen, right. something very old school.
0: Mm. But
2: it's, uh, yeah, he was a very nice guy. And then Matt Kirkwood is in that same scene Matt again. Kirkwood yep. came in. I saw yep. that. That's
1: what I was distracted by. I was like, where's yep. Matt? Exactly. He's left his job at the mall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now he's working. Right and will's tie you uh, have adopted what is that? the turner tie i got a turner tie this well, it's whole still episode Markowitz. she's got the, the ne- ties. but the next one in the kitchen like later in this episode is the most distracting thing i've ever with seen the, the with the big circle, circle yes. at the bottom, with the big I circle at the bottom. could you not uh, take your eyes off it it was right. like a big like like a target i felt like i was staring at your crotch the whole time and she's like whoa that's
2: uh, right like follow the arrow my friend Ooh. follow
1: the arrow <laughs> <laughs>
0: Eric tells Eli he had to come in. With the weather, they had a lot of no-shows. Eli says, I'm on your side, but you're not a strong enough student to keep up your grades and spend all your time here. Pat walks out of his office and is yelling, where's Rich Herrera? I'm on in two minutes and I don't have a backup weatherman. He walks next to Eli and tells him to shut up. He says, you're gloating because you don't work for me anymore. Eli asks, Pat, all the time we spent together, you think I'd gloat? So much continuity. We're yeah. tying it all back that this is where Eli was. It just yep. keeps going. Eric says, this isn't a problem. He says, just have Arnie Cohen do it after sports. They show Arnie and he's wearing clown pants and shoes. And Pat says, that man's half clown. <laughs> Eric. So <laughs> funny. A, the weirdest, weirdest <laughs> line, but there, I love it. Just yeah. sitting the man's there. It's a little
2: leg. It's <laughs> amazing.
0: Eric walks toward the weather green screen and says, come on, Pat, anybody can do this. You walk over here, you find your mark, you pick up the clicker, watch the monitor, point to the map, big smile, and now back to you, Connie. Pat asks Eric where he learned how to do that, and Eric says he's been studying Cal. Eli lets Pat know he only has 35 seconds. Pat asks Eric, why don't you do it? You do a good job. We both look good. Don't screw, you you screw up? Don't. Pat and the crew push a shocked Eric towards the green screen, and Pat tells him to get in there and have some fun. And just like that, he gets the countdown and they're on air. They introduce the anchors and then weatherman Eric. And he says his name in the most adorable way. That's me. That's me.
2: (laughs) I remember just how fun it was to be in front of that green screen. And it was really cool.
0: So cute. And then we're back in the Matthews kitchen. Eric runs in and he asks, did you see me? Amy gloats. You were so good and you were so handsome. Feeney is there too and applauds, saying, bravo, Eric. Amy says, when you were three years old and you told us you wanted to be a weatherman, we shouldn't have taken you to that doctor. To
1: that doctor. <laughs> no, but how could they have possibly caught him?
0: They had no warning. He's but they probably... They're just, they a, they, they always watching watch the news. Yeah. I think it kind used to be news. a nighttime news thing. It was yep. a thing to do.
2: Plus there's a blizzard. They want to know what yeah. it's going to be sure, like. It makes sure. sense. Okay. Makes oh. sense.
0: Oh. Eric says to Feeney, I can ask you this because you don't love me as much as them. Did you like me better on the five o'clock or the 10 o'clock edition? And Feeney says, I'm actually here to talk about your history paper and the classes you've missed. Alan chimes That's in. Cute. Mr. Feeney says you're in serious danger of not graduating. And Amy adds, but you're very lucky because he's allowing you to do the makeup work. Eric says, that's great and asks Feeney what he has to do. Feeney says, a 2000 word essay on Reconstructionism after the Civil War. Eric tells him, fine, done. When do you need it? Feeney says, on my desk by 3 p.m. Friday. Eric responds, ooh, not ooh. in my five day forecast. I'm on call all week. Alan says, well, put it in your forecast, pal. You're doing that essay. Eric says, I can't possibly do both and you can't be asking me to be- give up the station. I mean, i finally found something I'm good at. And here we are setting so up this true. conflict. So, that's so perfect. But
2: Rusty's so good too in this episode. Oh, this episode he, oh, just so he's just so good. Always, I'm so just. glad
0: Rusty's back from finals. Yeah, I know. The longest six finals. Six weeks of
1: finals that he did. Uh,
0: Alan tells him this isn't a discussion. Amy tells Eric to think about this. And Eric tells her, I have. And I'm going back to the station. I mean, that's where I belong. I don't belong in the back of some classroom pretending to listen. No offense, Mr. Feeney. And Alan sternly says, Eric, that is your problem. You don't listen. Eric says, Dad, I'm going to be 18 tomorrow. Actually, in like less than an hour. I think I can make my own decisions. Feeney urges Eric to reconsider, and he says, there's nothing more to think about. Alan then says, Eric, are you or are you not going to go to school tomorrow? And Eric says, I'm not going. And not he runs going. up the stairs, leaving Feeney, Amy, and Alan in the kitchen, looking very disappointed. It's so great. It's perfect. I can totally see
1: Eric's point of view. Yep. We've We've seen him be good at this. We're so excited for him that we're yep. like— totally on his side and yet we can also obviously understand the
0: value of graduating high school
1: so yeah absolutely perfect, perfect yep. conflict
0: really well done and then we're back from the commercial we're in the matthews family kitchen amy and alan are drinking their coffee looking depressed morgan announces i can't believe i'm related to a dropout and alan corrects her he's not a dropout yet Corey says no he's just taking yeah, a leave Corey of absence is right that's right yeah, so Corey is in two,
2: two we probably shot the two kitchen scenes right and right, then okay. and then got out and and this is truly, we we talk about phone acting. This is some of the worst serial acting I've ever seen in my life with Ben.
0: But wait, I thought this is really? the only scene he's in. Where's the second scene? In the first scene. In the, the first, first scene. opening oh, scene, he runs he was out in the, the opening blizzard. scene.
2: Oh, he runs oh, right. out in the blizzard and then right, he does right, Cold
1: open in this.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. got it.
2: And this one, I it was a freezing open. open. Oh, look
0: at you! <laughs> uh,
2: but yes, his his um serial uh, several times he literally puts the spoon in ends up with cereal on his, on his spoon, doesn't obviously want to eat the cereal, so dumps the cereal out to where there's then just a little bit of milk oh, and then, then he puts it after pushing stuff around. Yeah, 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 It's great.
0: Yeah. Oh, Morgan tells everyone, looks like I'm going to be the first Matthews to graduate from college. And Corey asks, what about me? Morgan laughs. Yeah, right. So, like I said, at least she's mean to everyone. <laughs> Equal Erica- opportunity
2: mean lady. Yeah, she's,
0: yeah she's, she's not just mean to like one person. Yeah, exactly. That would really make us question. Uh, Eric arrives downstairs in his suit, and he says good morning to his and parents. That tie. Yes, the to tie with the blue circle. And this is where
2: I got a—I thought personally—and I'm going to let it go. But I—I I thought I got a bit overactive.
0: No, I, like, um, I thought it was. Great. I'm not
2: talking to you. Kind of like mm. no. Yeah, it was just. No, little-
0: I thought it was good. You were you were ready to defend your position, and you thought everyone was going to be coming at you, and you were really like you had. Yeah. I felt like you just- had been thinking through the night how you were going to. Stand strong and hold your resolve. I think I just and
2: overplayed I, it just a little bit.
0: Just a I little don't bit. think. I disagree just with you. I think it's really great. Um, as Corey is about to say something, Eric interrupts, Cor, I'm not really in the mood right now, all right? And Corey says, okay, I was just going to wish you a happy birthday. And as Corey gets ready birthdays to leave... Birthdays in this house gonna say weird. But it's also,
2: at least they're acknowledging that it's a birthday for right. the some first time ever.
0: Some right? people are. Or it's expected people.
1: that everybody acknowledges that it's a birthday. Like, yeah. it, it, you, But there have been so many birthdays that we just ignored that it seems yep. like yeah. Eric might not be even upset that birthdays nobody's... Birthdays in yeah. this
0: family are weird.
2: What weird. is up with our writers and producers? Who had a bad birthday experience that uh, then just uh, soured them on every birthday?
0: I don't know. But as Corey's ready to leave, Eric softens and says, hey take a hat. Another storm front coming in. And Corey admits, Eric, you're pretty good at that stuff. And then he's gone. Amy breaks the silence. Hope you had a good night's rest. Eric tells her he slept like a baby. And Alan says, cause you are one. <laughs> Which I thought That's was great. funny. Alan, uh, Amy nudges Alan and says, we agreed. We're going to cool down, clear our hearts and have a logical discussion in the morning. Amy turns to Eric, honey, I know that last night was like a dream come true. Eric stops her. Look. I know where this is going and I know what I'm doing. I'm going back to the station. Alan sighs and announces, and I'm going to yell. Amy tells Alan, Alan, it's not going to help. And Alan stops her and says, no, I am not going to remain quiet while my son son makes the biggest mistake of his life. Now, you may be some big shot weatherman down at the channel, whatever it is, but here you are still my son living in my house. And Eric says, yeah, well, I'm 18 today. And Alan says, fine, you wanna play adult, then let's play. You wanna continue sleeping in that room upstairs? You pay rent, car insurance, you pay that too. Groceries, you're starting to get the idea, and it's so good because they're yeah. Yeah. both of you are right.
1: Both have great yeah. arguments.
2: Yep. And, but it's also, it's such a thing that you do when you're 18. You feel like, oh, I've I've passed some invisible line, so now all of a sudden I'm an adult and I can do whatever I want. And it's just not, it's such an arbitrary line. It doesn't really mean what you think it means. Some people at 18 have been adults for 10 years. Some people at 18 aren't going to be an adult for another 20. So you just never know. And Eric is what you, but you have that. I'm 18. I could do whatever I want. I'm an adult now.
0: It's It's just so so funny how when you first move out on your own and you start really paying attention to how much the little things cost like i'll i remember when my brother first moved out of my parents house my mom always kept cetaphil that was like cetaphil or cetaphil however you say it It was the face wash my mom kept in his shower Mm -hmm. and he was like living on his own and he went to go to the grocery store to buy it and he was like called her he goes have you been paying 15 dollar? that stuff is $15? $15? And she was like, well, right. that's, you know, and that's it's it just costs. to him. It was just like, oh, well, I'm not using that. Did you see that they have this one for $1.50 over here? So, right. yeah. you know, when Alan starts pointing out, you have no idea how much goes into yeah. truly being on your it's own. It's not
2: just money either. I remember when I first moved out, I'm, I moved into the Oakwood with Spencer. It's I'm, what, 16, 17, and all of a sudden there's a big pile of clothes, and I'm walking by them, and it took me a good five days to be like, Oh, those don't magically do themselves. I've got yeah. to go clean all that stuff. Or food, right? right? Yeah. You, you, like, you had to
1: buy your own Otter Pops. Yes. That was to, but yeah. those you survive. could buy in bulk. Had to yeah, buy exactly. your Otter Pops and your cigarettes. And, cigarettes and, <laughs> and your
2: Coke, right? And my Coke. And I had to get up, But it was like, oh, no, I have to. by the way,
1: to, we mean Coca-Cola. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coca-Cola. Yes. No, but yes. it was like,
2: no, I I, I have to make my bed. I have to clean my sheets. I have to. It, there is just all these things that magically get done when you're a kid. Yeah. It's like being a child actor on a set. Every everything's clean the next morning when I come in. Well, yeah, it's not like that in the real world. So yeah, nuts.
0: Eric says he gets that they don't realize how important this job is to him. And you know something? If paying rent is my birthday present, well then happy birthday to me. You want your rent? Here, here's your rent. He slams money down on the table and then he looks at the money and says, well, breakfast anyway. Breakfast anyway. (laughs) Amy stops him from leaving. She tells him happy birthday. He looks back and says, thanks, mom but Alan still won't look at him. Amy urges him, but Alan just walks away. Eric walks outside and slams the door shut. And Betsy is so good because you can, she's like about to cry. Yeah. And it's such a tough, like she's playing it like such a torn mom between wanting to love and protect her son and wish him a happy birthday. And also the parent who really thinks he's making a big mistake. And then we're in Turner's apartment. Sean is pacing as Dana sits on the couch. Sean nervously asks, where are they? Where are they? What kind of date goes past 9 p.m.?
1: 9 p.m. thing again.
0: I love it. Dana says, your pacing's making me nervous. And Sean says, oh, when you're nagging is helping me. And she said, see what they're going out is doing to us, Dana asks. Sean says, you're right. We shouldn't fight. We still have our relationship. Dana adds, which is going quite well. She pauses and says, wait, what if they really like each other and get married? They look at each other and Sean gets up quickly. I'm going to call the restaurant. Sean asks where they went, and Dana says some Italian restaurant. Sean flips through the yellow pages for Italian and looks up at Dana concerned. There's more than one. There's more than one. Why couldn't they have gone to burgers? Because then it's only Chubby's. Yeah, just go to Chubby's. <laughs> Does, uh, there's any other restaurant? Well, we've we've
1: referred to a couple fancy restaurants, right? La yeah. Bougia. Oh, you remember it. La yeah. Bougia is
2: where their fit seniors take their dates. Uh-huh. And then there was... And the weird, um, uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, Alan and, Alan Amy, and Amy, Amy on their... That was their La Bougia. Moment. Oh, what? That was yeah, because
2: yeah, that's where it's like okay. that's where they find this the the matches, and he's like LaBuja. Right. Yeah. Okay. But was that the only one?
0: No, I thought there was another one, but maybe I'm I think wrong. There's
2: another one too. Well,
0: know. Turner and Susan then walk in laughing, and Turner asks if Sean and Dana stayed out of trouble. Sean stomps over to Turner and says, We should be asking you the same thing. He inspects Turner's face and chest. <laughs> Sean says, He's just checking to see if she left any lip prints. <laughs> <laughs> getting a little too going a little, a little too weird. far, maybe. Yeah. Dana questions Sean, who are you calling she? She happens to be my mother. And Sean responds, well, she happens to be seducing my buddy over here. Dana, now real mad, tells her mom, I think we've been insulted enough. Let's go. Susan says, nobody's going anywhere. They have something to tell Sean and Dana. Sean gasps and says, we're sisters.
1: Turn of done, dumb at least yeah, occasionally it. but it's
0: great it's so funny uh, turner tells him hold it hold it nobody is nobody's sister they all sit on the couch actually and no tells he says kid,
1: nobody's
2: nobody's sister <laughs> like all of a sudden he's back sister. right from new york hey. even though he's from westport connecticut nobody hey. is nobody's wait, sister. wait a, a minute nobody's nobody's sister
0: Mm, they all sit on the couch and susan tells the kids look we had a great time tonight and turner adds but we decided it'd be too awkward for you guys so we won't see each other anymore dana is insulted and says what my mother isn't good enough for you and she storms away sean stands up and says to susan you just never gave him a chance and follows (laughs) after dana
2: the your read of her uh, the instant change you do when you're like you never gave her a chance Dana, dana like it was so yeah. all, the perfect
0: this. caring oh. boyfriend <laughs> so great oh also i <laughs> love the it, the perfect representation of just the volatility of teenagers oh totally. <laughs> how just they could be so just passionate about how wrong place. one thing is Switching and then the second it switched, they so just true. switch again it's yeah. so great it's a great <laughs> b story this yeah. is it right this is all we need yeah this is it it's two scenes. Yeah. great yep. Then we're back in the news station. Eric is doing the weather, saying, as Blizzard Watch 96 continues, schools tomorrow are once again closed. Ah, that takes me back. Oh, doesn't it? Um, and, uh, you say it in the show. Ah, oh, that but takes it does me to back. me. No, you didn't, I lived in California you didn't my that, whole life.
2: Oh. No. When you are on the East Coast and you're you're not watching TV, you are waiting in the morning, you wake up and you're listening to the news and they have right. to say all your thing for for snow days and they always pause. They'd be like, and uh-huh. the Avon public schools are... Closed today, and you're like it's like
1: it's like if your horses were sick, you couldn't take the horse and buggy to school. Exactly, you couldn't. Know, if your horse has colic, we can't put the horse. We not were, were, all <laughs> of us out here. Strikes exactly. Not all of us
2: are out here in California doing your drugs and with your cults at <laughs> your Yeah, your raves. Some, yeah, Some of us just had to till
0: the farms and work for a
2: living. Right. My right. God, you hippie <laughs> bastards!
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, Someone off screen hands him a note. He continues this just in. We received a call from Principal George Feeney, who said it's going to take more than 32 inches of snow to close down John Adams High. And Eric, your report is still due. Happy 100th birthday, Mr. Feeney. (laughs) Happy 100th birthday. He smiles and crumples the paper still on camera. Eric continues, let's take one last look at the big map, shall we? Then the screen reads, Happy birthday, Eric, and the whole crew gathers around him, wishing him a happy birthday, giving him balloons and a giant cake. Okay,
1: can, and- we, can we just say, so far in this scene, nobody else has spoken. Right. Will, you have carried. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you've gotten like 10 laughs. It's <laughs> yep. been like a minute and a half, and it's just you, just you. shining as just a, such a good actor. Like I didn't just, even think about that. Oh my Thank God. You, yeah. It's like, and then it continues. I mean, everyone else is like, a, they're around, but you are, you are this entire scene. It's so good, man. It is. So fun. funny. I really wish they had kept, and I know story-wise you losing the job and everything is great for the story, but this is a great site for Eric. Do you know what I mean? The yep. whole, like the, the fact that Eric would like go into television and working in news is a great thing. It's it, perfect. Yeah. Obviously
2: it actually could have kept it up where it's like, Eric yes. just now studying to be a meteorologist. Like, yeah. he found what he wanted to do. Totally. Yep. Yeah.
0: So cool. So Eric says, that's nice. Who told you? And they all say in unison, you did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Eric continues away. I'd just like to say thank you. These last couple of days have been like a dream come true to me. He looks at the camera and signs off. I'll see you tomorrow, Philadelphia. The camera's cut, and Eric reiterates it was such a nice thought for them to do that for him on his birthday. Station manager Pat sighs and says, look. There's not a nice way to tell you this, and I really appreciate you helping me out, but I got a real weatherman coming down from Boston. (sighs) Pat continues. That word, real.
2: That's that's the the thing that hurts you. Yeah, that's a knife in the gut. Not a professional, not anything. I got a real one coming in.
0: Pat continues to a totally shocked Eric. Come on, you're a kid. You didn't expect me to just hand you the job full time. Eric responds, no, no, I, I was just having a lot of fun. Yeah, I guess it was too good to be true. He continues, hey, you know, I love being an intern here, so I'll see you tomorrow, bright and early. Pat wonders, after being on the air, you really think you can go back to being a gopher? Eric says, I got to do something. I mean, I'm not in school anymore. Eric reveals he kind of dropped out, you know, so he could give this 100%. Pat's surprised. Eric, we've got a problem here. This internship's only open to students. And Eric uh pleads, no, no, Pat, please don't do this to me. I mean, you can't take this away from me. This is all I have. I've got no place to go. This whole thing, it's not fair. Pat says, I'll tell you what. After college, you give me a call. I'll be happy to give you a job. You're a good man. Your parents should be real proud. Great. And this scene is
1: so good. He is so great, that actor. To be able to (laughs) deliver all of these turns. There's like three turns in this conversation. Yep. And every single one of them, even though it's, you know, their big plot moments, is delivered with kindness and realism. Like, he's so relaxed. He's so... He's not... It's just one of those, like, you, this is, like, the hardest thing to do as a guest star is come in, carry a scene, yep. and and just basically be there to set up your reactions. Yeah. And yet, I believe that this is a real person who yeah. really does this for a job. He's great. And, and feels bad about it, but also yep. can't do anything. It's like, yep. all the layers are there, and it's effortless. I think yeah. so, too.
2: One I really thing that nobody's them. talked about, how is nobody at this point concerned about the well-being of Rich Herrera? Why well, I mean, think about reach? it. He couldn't make it in the first time. They think because of the blizzard, but now Eric's been doing this for several Three days. days. And then where the hell guy. is Rich Herrera and why are there Ooh. not people looking for him now? Oh, Rich. Is what I'm curious about. So he came, he I had know. to bring in somebody else. And we have a I have a real weatherman coming in. Where for the love of God is Rich Herrera?
0: I I don't know. I I right? I think he's dead at this point. Oh. Yeah. Poor yeah.
2: Rich. Rich. Oh, we hardly I, knew ye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a defeated Eric walks back over to his cake. He tries to cut himself a slice. The cake is hard. He can't cut through it. So he lifts it up and it says property of W I X B prop. Perfect. He okay. Nods so and says, perfect joke. Hey, here's the figures. funniest
2: thing. So not to bring it back to mash, but I'm going to, there <laughs> is a scene in mash where, uh, there's something similar where radar has to make a cake. It's a whole big story, but I watched it again, like maybe six months ago and he cuts, he goes to cut into the cake. I'm like, oh, this is where it's fake. And it turns out to be the plastic. And then he cuts into the cake. I'm like, what am I confusing that with? I Aww, thought
1: you blended life, your experience. With- and
2: I boy me twirled in with mash. I'm like, wait <laughs> a minute, this is <laughs> a fake cake. I remember that's this so being funny. a fake cake.
1: And it was from our show. I was like, oh that's man, great. that's it's, hilarious. It's the perfect, it's a great writing beat. You know, yes, I mean, it is. it's something that like I teach all, all the time is like, if you can, if you can make a story point a physical object, yes. right? If you could make something like, here's a story point, he's excited. And then it turns out to be fake. It, you know, yeah. his, his, his whole birthday is just a sham. His whole thing, you know, like that, that is great writing because like it's, yeah. it's objective. Yep. You're showing it, you're not telling it, it but it tells right. the whole story. Yep. The and people
0: who yes. really love him are the people giving him the hard news he doesn't yes. want, that yes. you need to be in school. Yes. And the people who he's, waste, he's spending his time with are presenting false to him. Don't even give him a him real cake. And, yep. and a, It's fake. Perfect. It's, all, yeah. it's Perfect so story beautiful. Perfect delivery in yep. one beat. Yep. 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 It's great. It's excellent.
2: You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund. And give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. And who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? I know that if I had it, I would build myself a much bigger shelf to house all of my D&D dice, Batman toys, and fantasy novels. Yep, nerd and proud straight talk is a great everyday value on wireless plus it all runs in the most reliable 5g network in america so treat yourself to straight talk today find straight talk at straighttalk.com or at your local walmart store taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 24 while supplies last online only must purchase a straight talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify limit of five phones per customer family plan discounts with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and route metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary, not an endorsement. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
0: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies.
1: Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit.
0: That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little pushy wiggles and jiggles all around.
2: Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks.
1: So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today.
0: We got you, baby. Hi, I'm Danielle Fischl from Pod Meets World. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs, and if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business: Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, host Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business, and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to Finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently. So you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. So Alan walks into the station and Eric tells him, if you came here to fight some more, I just really don't have the strength. Alan cuts him off and tells him, no, no, I just came to see how you're doing, see where you work. There's some awkward silence between them. So Alan continues, wow, you know, this place looks a lot bigger on TV, doesn't it? And we get is, another little meta joke.
1: But also, did you guys get that every time somebody visited the set of Boy Meets that's World? That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. a, it's
0: totally yeah. meta because that's all you hear. when All you hear. Sets yeah. Always yes. look bigger on TV. Way and bigger. guess what? So do actors. Yes,
1: <laughs> exactly. We are all not We are tall also people. very no.
0: short. And when yeah. you meet us in person, you will probably say, wow, you're so much shorter than I thought. We yeah. hear it all the time. Yes. And acting, uh, Rusty's acting is just, Ugh, uh, I mean, level. it's just so just good so every good. time. Eric asks Alan what he's doing there. And Alan says, well, I came down here because, well, I really blew it this morning and I need to tell you something. And then Alan explains that after high school, he never went to college. He went right into the Navy. And Eric says he knew that. Alan tells him, well, what you didn't know is how angry my dad was. Eric asks, angry enough to want not wish you a happy birthday. And Alan nods and tells Eric he deserves that. Alan continues talking about his father. He took out all his frustrations on me the way I did on you. And things were never the same between me and him after that. Look, I don't have to agree with what you did, but dropping out of school made life a lot harder for me, and that gives me no right to turn my back on you. You're my son, always.
1: Mm, Eric smiles. So
0: nice. He knows that. Alan tells him, and I don't want to make the same mistake my father did. Eric agrees. Neither do I. Alan sticks out his hand and says, happy birthday, son. Eric shakes his hand and hugs him and says, happy birthday, dad. And Eric laughs, <laughs> and says, you know what I mean. And so they good. hug. That's great. Just so beautiful. Just, Just a beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful scene.
1: Yep. Great, great, you know, and we've said this a lot, but like great way in which Boy Meets World is a lesson, you know, a a life lesson for kids, but also a life lesson for parents, right? That you can be wrong. And right at the same time, and to take responsibility for both of those things, and that the human relationships are a matter, and that respecting one another, Mm -hmm. even when you disagree, and even when you don't know what the right move to make as a parent, just admit that and, and, and be, you know, upfront with your kid and- Hopefully you can maintain a relationship. I also
0: like the blending of the A storyline from the previous episode where Turner tells Sean, don't just tell her, show her. her. And Mm -hmm. he shows her by doing a display with the picnic that he was listening to her in this way. It's exactly the same thing. Alan didn't wait till Eric came home, and which would have been the easy no, way of makes, saying, like, hey, I'm wrong. He shows he him by going right. to his work yeah. and and saying, I want to see what you do here, and I have to tell you something. It's it's yeah. exactly like you said, a yeah. lesson for kids and also a lesson yeah. for adults. He
2: also doesn't know what just happened to Eric. So as far as he knows, Eric is he's, still gonna he's right? he's dropping supporting out of school, Eric doing things. And he's he supporting with. him doing this thing right. that he disagrees yep. and with. And he's not
1: saying you're right, you should nope. drop no. out of school. He's saying you are going to do what you're going to do. And my job as a parent is to maintain a relationship with you and support you, right. and t- give you my best yep. advice, and then you're going to have to live your own life. But I hope I get to be yep. a part of it, which is just yep. beautiful.
2: Well, that line, one of the most important lines that Rusty says is, uh, and my relationship with my father was never the same after
0: yep. that. So it's
2: like, I'm not going to let this happen because my dad and I still got along, but it was just, it was different after this moment. Yep. That was awesome. It's great. So,
0: so yep. wonderful. And then we're in Feeney's classroom. Eric walks in holding his essay. Feeney greets him. Mr. Matthews, you're pretty early for someone who's no longer a student. And Eric says, I thought about it all night, actually, while I was writing this. And he shows Feeney his essay. Feeney says, your history paper. And Eric responds with, yeah, just how you wanted. 20,000 words on the Civil War. (laughs) Feeney tells Eric, I said 2,000. And Eric responds with, whoa. uh, And he rips off the first few pages and hands them to Feeney. That should do it. That should do it. Ah, Finn is
1: distracted by the giant carpetbaggers, scallywags <laughs> in the back of the book th- book car- I, I was the like, same thing. Whoa. Yep. I'm not sure what scallywags have to do with the I mean carpetbaggers I know, but scallywags <laughs> I mean, is that a reference I to a, that was a, a
2: pirate thing? That's what it? I thought too. It's I like thought a, it, too. it's like a
1: it's a word like rapscallion right? Or, yeah. Exactly, like, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, I'm not sure what the historical context with Civil War or Reconstruction is. Exactly.
2: For when all the pirates helped in the Civil War. I just war, want like, Feeney well, to have
1: words, like, just random words with exclamation points behind them <laughs> all the time.
0: Uh, Struffy Bright, Struffy Bryce. yeah. The Counting Crows. it. <laughs> <laughs> so Feeney asks, you think it's that easy? You walk in here, turn in your paper, and all is forgotten? Eric pleads, Mr. Feeney, please. I just had my butt kicked out there in the real world. They fired me, and I need somebody to cut me some slack. Feeney questions, why would I cut you some slack? You got a job, you lost a job, so you go and find another one. Eric throws his hands up and asks, without a high school diploma? You know, Mr. Feeney, I don't know if you know this or not, but it's really tough out there. Feeney says, well, perhaps you did learn something from that internship. He sighs, welcome back. Eric thanks him, and Feeney stops him. Don't hug me.
1: (laughs) Perfect. so Always always right on the line. Yep. They, I mean, this is the end scene of Boy Me Twirled. Like, tell yep. us you love us. I, yep. I surely yep. will not. Like, it's yep. just the, the feeny boundary of like, I'm very heavily invested in your personal life, but I'm still in control. And totally. I get to set this boundary.
0: Yep. Oh, he's so good. Uh, the bell rings and the students start flooding into the room. Eric goes to sit down in the back and then changes his mind, walking up to someone who's about to sit down in the front row, telling oh, them. poor I, I know. He goes, like, I think there's really? one open in just the Like, just
1: aggressively, yo, what? bro, get back. Go be a bigger like me. Uh, I was bigger. What do
0: you want? He sits right in front of Feeney and Feeney hands Eric the book he was going to use for class today because Eric doesn't have one. Feeney announces to the class, I would like to shift gears slightly and discuss those traveling entrepreneurs. And we see Eric paying attention to Feeney in class. And this is so
1: amazing
0: because there's no button. There's no button.
1: The point is Feeney's going to go right into a lecture and immediately the show is going to, it's not going to be, Like I was waiting for him to say, we're going to switch gears and to say something that relates to Eric's life lesson. But no, school goes on, life goes on, and now it's Eric's job to come to meet Feeney. To catch up. Yes. Yep. Yep. That is like, and then just to leave it there. That's the show. Man, that is just unbelievable writing. It's
0: so beautiful. I
2: thought so too. I thought so too.
0: Couldn't love it anymore. And then we're in Chubby's. Sean and Dana are making out and he pulls away to ask. It's good to be like this again, isn't it? She smiles and says, yeah, back at each other's lips instead of at each other's throats. Sean goes on, so what if your mom wanted to date Mr. Turner? Probably never should have affected us. I think we kind of acted a little immature. Dana responds, two people should be free to date whoever they want. Sean agrees. He says, we should just put this thing in the past and move on. Dana nods and says, I know my mom does. Sean tells her, so does Mr. Turner. I mean, he's supposed to meet a date tonight at Chubby's. Isn't that great? Dana's shocked, staring into the distance. We see Mr. Turner on his date with another woman. And Dana says, oh my God, Mr. Turner's hitting on my aunt. Sean responds, we're going to be cousins. They look at each other and we cut to the front of Chubby's and we hear them screaming inside. Uh, Did you say
1: world? correct? I was waiting for it to go wider. Yeah, the world, the universe. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. No. She did say, you say aunt, say? correct? Not aunt.
0: I don't know. She may have said aunt, and said, I just said I aunt because I knew oh. you were listening. Yeah, exactly. Larissa from the West Coast saying aunt? No, no, I don't know. We I'm don't just know. saying I don't know. I said aunt because I knew Will was aunt. gonna say yeah, it. She, she probably did she was say aunt. Probably wrong. I mean, I didn't notice that she did some that she said it wrong, so she probably said yeah. aunt. Yeah. And now I just decided to say it wrong for Will, but I think Will's right. It's got to be aunt, but we're wrong. Thank you. Anyway, another great episode. Really liked it.
1: Real yeah, me too. Episode. Couple of season, <laughs> season three is picking it up. season three is picking up. It took midway through season three, and now we are just flying. I Sailing right along. Yeah. I
2: hate to say this as kind of an overall note, and Uh-oh. it's a wonderful thing for the ensemble, but the episodes are getting better when they're not solely focused on Corey.
1: I think yeah. that's just because we're a little tired of the Corey Topanga I don't know, no, but I also
2: love the Corey that comes in and hits a blue fuzzy, like hits jokes like that that are just so funny. He's that awkward kind of like I don't know. It's yeah, that's my favorite Corey by far, and we're seeing more of him, which I love.
0: Yeah, agreed. Yep. So our next episode will be season three, episode seventeen, "The Pink Flamingo Kid," which originally aired February sixteenth, nineteen ninety six. Thank you all for joining us for this episode of Pod Meets World. You can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. And we have merch.
2: Mr. Strong, do you have any idea how fast you were merching?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I do not. Will send us out.
2: We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedel, and Ryder Strong. Executive Producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in Charge of Production, Danielle Romo. Producer and Editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Maddie Moore. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon, and you can follow us on Instagram at podmeetsworldshow or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. You deserve to treat yourself. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through four fourteen twenty four while supplies last online only must purchase a straight talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify limit of five phones per customer, family plan discount with four lines all in the silver unlimited plan, not combinable with auto pay discount
0: when I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind
1: yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie
0: it is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies.
2: I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead.
0: Mixed with chocolate syrup?
2: Ooh, why not?
0: When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler
1: Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth.
2: The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort.